Like you do? Four step, schmorth step. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good, dude. That was really good. Dude, Greg Ode, is that Joe Johnson, dude? What is this, dude? This is uh, Ice Cube's basketball league, the big three. They just play three on three, half court to 50. Why? <laughs> because these players still got game. Dude, these dudes are, this looks like NBA Live 2009. Yeah. You got Al Jefferson, Joe Johnson, Greg Odin. Who else? Who's that? A little step back. Who was that? Number six. Who is it? Shannon Brown, dude. I don't know who any of these people are except for Odin. That's Shannon Brown. That's um Langford, maybe? Kenny Anderson? No, that's a little <laughs> too old, dude. That's NBA Live 93. This looks like legit NBA basketball from fucking 2000. And what is that? What is the point of this? There's four pointers. I've been recording, by the way, for like a minute. But you have? Yeah. It's an off-season basketball league. It's lame as shit. Uh, that's Anderson. I can tell by the name on his shirt. <laughs> Kenny Anderson. Hey, dude. Um, we're a minute and a half in. Let's talk about something. All right. Uh, this by is the way, Recovered AF Podcast. And this basketball thing should be not a thing. But, yeah, this is the podcast. I think that's Chauncey Billups. That is Bill Hubs, dude. He went to Colorado. Yeah, one time when I was in high school, my um, my buddy um, Ben and my other buddy Ryan and I um, ditched out on uh, – no, we didn't ditch out on anything. We just drove over to Laramie during a weeknight to watch CU play Wyoming in a, in a pre-conference basketball game. How'd that uh, go? Oh, that was a good time. Yeah. I don't even think we got fucked up. I no. think it was a sober – that's no, cool. Weird. Hey, let's do a disclaimer so I can tenth step this fucking asshole at the car okay. wash. So this podcast is named Recovered AF. Um, Kyle and I are people that have recovered from alcohol and uh, alcoholism and addiction, and um, we've done that using the twelve steps. But we're not representative for those twelve step fellowships. Um, we're not we're not affiliated with those twelve step. We're just two dudes that decided to start a podcast, and we were like, "Well, what what do we have?" We're well, we're both in recovery, and so let's talk about that sort of, but but about life too. So anyway, we're not affiliated. That's pretty good disclaimer. Yeah, I like that. Okay. All right. So, anyways, dude, this fucking d bag at the <laughs> car wash. Uh, he's got his Chad straps on and everything, dude. You know, like the sunglasses with the things on the back. Oh, with the with the holder on it. Yeah, I call those Chad straps. Okay, because Chads are real douchebags. <laughs> and I have a few buddies that are Chad that I love very much, but I still call those Chad straps. Chad and straps. So this dude's got his Chad straps on and he's drying his fucking Mustang in the car wash. And I sat there for like ten minutes waiting for him. And then I got out and I said, hey, dude, um, after you, I sent you this picture. You said something? Yeah, I got out. I said, hey, dude, this is a car wash, not a car drying place. So, And he goes, yeah, well, there's plenty of places to go wash your car. And I said, what? or you can pull out and dry your car out like every other fucking person. And then I got back in my truck and then he got in his car and drove out. So, A, uh, I did not handle that appropriately. I tried to. Um, so... 
I'm going to 10 step this just because we've talked about that before. And uh, that was legitimately like 15 minutes ago when I knew I was coming here. So you're like, you're going to do an on air 10th step? Yeah, dude. Okay. About this D bag. <laughs> <laughs> so take your friend hat off. And let's do a ten step. A, um, bro. Sometimes these. Sometimes I'm not the person to ten step things with. Like when I'm like, oh, because when he said there's other places to wash your car, yeah, I got fucking excited. I <laughs> yeah, was like, oh, dude. really? Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, is there? Yeah. I was like, oh my god, dude. You think so? So, um, I'm being self seeking because uh, I don't want to sit there and wait while this guy drives his vehicle. Uh, I really don't have that much going on, but I didn't want to do that. Uh, I'm selfish because um, I have a podcast that I told you I'd be here at 11 for. Um, I'm dishonest that um, I, uh, I'm getting sidetracked watching basketball. I'm dishonest because I have uh, been extremely selfish with my time and been disregarded of other people's time just like that guy was. Yet when it happens to me, I'm extremely pissed off. So I'm dishonest because I've been a, I'm a hypocrite and I've done that stuff before. And I'm fearful because I told you I'd be here at 11 and I pride myself on being a person that's on time. And what would you think of me if I'm late and it's this guy's fault is how I perceive the world. So I'm dishonest in that as well, where I could have just left and came here and still been on time. So, um, yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think. If you got it all, I mean, it sounds pretty thorough to me. Yeah, I thought about it while I, after I got out oh, okay. <laughs> and talked to him. I was like, I shouldn't have done that. But uh, So, yeah, uh, I did not ask God to remove it. I was too busy staring at his Chad straps. But um, I did after, like right before I walked inside here. So Okay. So, yeah, anyways, onward we go. Okay. I just needed to get that out before I was an asshole on this podcast. Yeah. Now, um, now I feel good, dude. Do you? Yeah, and we don't have to talk shit on this guy. I'm a little resentful at him now. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I didn't hit that. I was resentful. I was resentful at him because he's fucking with your time. Exactly. Doesn't he know this is your time? Mm -hmm. Right. This is your time in the bay. And I do this thing where, um, like, I think everyone should follow the rules. Now that I follow the rules, right? right? Because in the past, I I've never dried my car in the car bay, but I. uh, I do a lot of things that don't. Yeah, I do a lot of things that I don't um, don't follow the rules with. But now that I do, I think it's like my job to make sure other people do. So I'm resentful at that guy for not doing that. Well, and the reality of it is, is when somebody drives their car in the wash bay, it's disrespectful uh, of other people's time. But the reality of the world that we live in is. Nobody's under any obligation to be respectful towards me or my time. It's not their fucking responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyways, dude, what are we talking about today? I don't even know, man. I don't even know. I feel like, uh, I feel like, well, you know, like, I don't know. I'm like, well, I haven't really been, like, hitting the 12-step stuff hardcore. Like, I, I mean, I just, I do what I do, but it hasn't been... It's neither been a priority nor something I'm ignoring, I guess. You mean like meetings? No, I definitely ignore those. <laughs> I meant like, you know, I'm not focusing on one thing like meditation mm-hmm. or evening reviews or, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> oh, you know, I need to do more 10 step or maybe it's time to write inventory. Like I don't have anything like that going on. Right. And so I was like <clears throat> thinking about, you know, like, I don't know, maybe I should make some of those things a priority, but... Then I was like, oh, I don't know, life's pretty good, you know, and, you know, we've had a couple of friends that we talked to lately that are, 
you know, hit, hitting some of those low spots th- that our literature talks about that are just a part of life. And so I guess I'm just fortunate, fortunate that I'm just not in one of those spaces right now, you know, and like the reality of those situations is sometimes, you know, the people we've talked to have been like, well, it's because it's something I'm not doing. But then the other times they're like, but I'm doing everything and it's just part of life. Mm-hmm. So that's just shit just happens. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess I'm just glad it's not my turn. That's I don't know what that whole rant was about. That makes sense. That's though. just the thought that was in my head. Yeah, um, I'm doing my my sponsor. I almost said his name. My sponsor. Um, he always tells me to pick something in the eleventh step and play with it. So I am in the process of working on my morning meditation, and yeah. I tried to corral you into that and then chat too. Yeah. So the three of us have been in like a group text, yeah. but. The last time I meditated, I sent you the text. Yeah, exactly. So you're participating too, mm-hmm. and I haven't. I haven't been doing very well with it. So, I mean, I'm doing. I'm not doing terrible, but I Friday I did not do a good job with it. I was thinking about that this morning because I meet with my sponsor on Sundays, and mm-hmm. I was headed over there, and for some reason that came into mind. And I, the only thing I thought about it was, was like, I'm sort of glad that that's happening right now because. Um, like if maybe the last time I was in sobriety, if you would have asked me to participate that, I would have um, just made sure I meditated every day just so you knew I meditated every day. Right. And now I'm to the point where I'm like, yeah, I've, you know, I'll just be honest about when I'm doing it and I don't really care. Yeah. It's it's like this, though. I used to have this conception of God that if I wasn't doing these things that I was going to pay some sort of cost for it. And now it's more just like, well, if I'm just not doing it, I just don't get the benefit of it. You know what I mean? If I just if I don't exercise, I don't get the benefit of exercise. If I don't eat well, I don't get the benefit of eating well. Right. I mean, ultimately, the consequence of not doing this program of action that's laid out for us is to go back and to use again. And that's, you know, based on past experience, and that's probably not going to work out too well for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, on you know, just today, like, the consequences of not meditating this morning is not getting the benefit of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have found, too. And um, to not be so restrictive that I I get to a point where I hate doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my again, my sponsor, I keep, for whatever reason, he, he always tells me to wear my program like a loose-fitting garment. So, like, oh, yeah. Some days I meditate and it goes really well. Some days I don't and it's not the end of the world when I don't. It's like loose and free and like... Like the sleeveless t-shirts you come to the gym in? Yeah, dude. I don't really (laughs) do that though. (laughs) Like your tank tops. Very restrictive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, so I just try to uh, keep that in the forefront of my mind. Like, oh yeah, sometimes um, I'm not fully engaged or I don't participate the way I would like. And um, that it's not it's not the end of the world, which might go against what other people think. But that allows me to experience some freedom in life that is rewarding. Sometimes I think that the fruitfulness of the meditation that I do in the morning is the uh, is the goal. And then I understand maybe that's not the case. That's just something I tell myself. Like, I think the the showing up and the doing it is where I get the win. It's not like what happens because I'll have some days where so when i so when i do this every morning like our 
our literature gives us some guidelines, some suggestions on how to get started with this. And so I just use that. So I, so I go in this room over here, this spare bedroom, and I sit down and I ask God to direct my thinking. And then I ask that especially to be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. And then at that point, I consider my plans for the day. And so usually what that might look like is I'll like think about what, what kind of day I might have at work. And it's not, a, I don't, it's not usually specifics. It's, it's like, um, are you, can you accept, you know, so when I get to work, I go in and I look at this computer and it tells me how much I work I have that day. And so like, it's a lot of time like asking myself, am I willing to accept what's ever on that screen when I hit that button? Mm. Um, and so it's like, you know, can, this is God's will for you. Can you accept that today? And, and so I walk myself through like, I don't know the, the, the principle of acceptance or, or shit like that. And so anyway, like I'll, or, or I'll have a couple of things I need to do before I leave for work. And so I'll mentally process those as I consider my plans for the day. Or sometimes like we talked about, sometimes it's like a spiritual principle that I need to practice that day or that I feel compelled to practice that day. Mm -hmm. Like um, patience, you know, or understanding, like if I'm being an asshole to my supervisors at work, I, I probably need to practice some understanding. And usually that's made clear to me. And so anyway, so I'll do that. And then, uh, and then uh, after that, I'll just sort of try and let my mind zone out and not think about anything. And that usually lasts for about two and a half seconds before some <laughs> other thoughts start coming in. And it's usually like maybe replaying an old event and I imagine it going some other way than it actually happened. And Or I'll start, you know, like thinking about an imaginary situation that hasn't happened yet. And that's where my mind likes to go. And so we were talking about this the other day on the work. Or I had one where we had had a bunch of podcasts scheduled yesterday down in Denver, and we wanted to really, driving all the way down there, we wanted to make sure our schedules were full. And then uh, um, it turned out somebody I thought was going to be able to do it wasn't going to be able to do it. And so right when I found that out, I was like, well, I need to go do my meditation. And that was probably not the best time to do it because mm -hmm. I just was r in fear over what was going on with that situation. Yeah. And so I just kept thinking about that over and over again until I sat there for three minutes. And I was like, I'm leaving. I yeah. got to go get this. I need resolution <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. I need to stop whatever I'm doing and get immediate resolution. Right. And... Uh, and then, and then it turns out that everything we we've got some guests coming up in the next week. We're gonna try and space them out. Um, yeah. Anyway, now I'm getting off. But so the the meditation, and so sometimes uh, I don't know. Like it's hard to get the mind to clear out. And we listen to a podcast. With, what's the, what's his last name? You know, man. I wish I could say it. It's Naval Ravik. Cadant or something like that. Anyway, and he did, he like meditated for an hour a day for six months, and that's what he had to do to get his mind to finally clear out. But but anyway, so I have this idea of what it is and what it needs to be. But that's a fucking setup because whenever I start like deciding what it is and what it needs to be, then what happens is these self defeating ideas come in when it doesn't go like what I think it needs to be, and then that's how I stop doing it. When it's just like it's just showing up and doing it. Yeah, like. A win. That's a win. Right. I don't know. What's your what's your morning thing what, look like? What I have been doing, I do my prayers in the shower every morning. I'm pretty open about that, that that's where I do my prayers in the morning. Wrong. Completely ass naked. <laughs> just doing them. So, and doing it wrong. Yeah. I mean, let's just... I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. So I do my prayers in the shower every morning. Um, and I've been doing that for like two years now. Um, 
and I like that. So, so we're probably not going to be praying together. Mm-mm. Okay, and I'm uh, I'm okay with that too. So, <laughs> uh, but I do uh, I do that, and then what I've been trying to do is um, I get out of the shower, do all my shit, and then I go sit at our coffee table upstairs, and I've been trying to sit there for however long I can, and it's usually somewhere between eight to ten minutes, and. I am adopting, what I do is I consider not my plans for the day, I mean kind of, but I really consider my behavior for the day. Um, like how, how am I going to be? Like am I going to react sanely and normally? Am I going to lose it when someone doesn't show up for work? Or am I going to snap when someone is uh, selfish or rude to me or something? And um, so I consider like how my behavior is going to be today and um, that's kind of my plans because for my job, I uh, I would love to be able to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, and it's going to look like this. Unfortunately, I don't, just because I, I supervise and I have a few different crews that I supervise, I kind of just am all hands on deck wherever I'm needed the most. So I really just want to consider my behavior throughout the day. And um, so I do that, and then I sit there, and then I have ideas flow in, and then I try to let them flow in and flow out just kind of not lock on to one and just obsess over like, oh, fuck, man, what if so-and-so doesn't come in, blah, 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 and just lock in on that. Or um, I really try to let them flow in and flow out, and eventually I get to a point where I, right now I don't really have much else flowing in and flowing out. And so I get a couple of minutes of just kind of quiet. And then when uh, when that quiet stops is when I stop. That's kind of how it goes. That sounds Nice to have a couple of minutes of quiet. Yeah, and, and like the other day I couldn't get there. And like I texted you guys and it was like one minute because mm-hmm. I just could not get there. It was like, yeah, I I went into work first and then I was like, I'm going to close my office door and I'm going to take some time. And it was like, yeah, it's, I'm not going to get there. It was a minute and I just had shit running, running, running and I knew yeah. I'm not going to get there. And, and so I, I uh, tapped out early on that one, but... I, um, the other thing I experimented with a little bit last week was usually what I do is I get up and I have caffeine and I, uh, wake up and I, or a lot of, you know, several times a week I'll go to the gym, work out, come Mm -hmm. home. And then when I like to meditate is after I take a shower and then I come out and I do that. And it seems to be, um, I like that because I try when I first get out of bed, and uh, I don't know, maybe that would be, I don't know, maybe that would be more beneficial, but my mind is a running like fucking crazy when I step out of bed. And so, I don't know, maybe that would be the time to do it, but it just seems so unproductive. Like, I can't even focus on anything. My mm-hmm. mind does what it wants. Yeah. So, um, you do some breathing, though, right? Like, yeah, explain I do that, because uh, I don't do much of that. I just try to keep a steady breath the whole time. I don't change it well just at the beginning i like to take um big long quick breaths in and out my nose to sort of i don't know get i decided it does something with my oxygen levels i have no idea but it sort of clears out my head i think a little bit and it like you know how when you exercise you're sort of wide awake afterwards and you get all that breathing and stuff Mm -hmm. i sort of sort of sort of something like that is what i imagine it does i don't know but um yeah. Did you listen to that Laird Hamilton one? Yeah. He so, talks a ton about breathing. Yeah. And so, like, the reason why well, I used to just take long, deep breaths, and then the reason why I started just doing the quick nose breaths is 
because he was talking about that. And I like to pick and choose what I want to believe. Yeah. So you're like, like, that's not going to work, but yeah. this one definitely yes. will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. A lot of this is like pseudoscience, you know? And, but then he talked about that one. I was like, mm, that one makes sense. You're like, yep. I, I know that one. Pick onto one thing here. And that's one that. thing I felt about that podcast was he just kind of bro scienced everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like, oh, I don't know. But like it, a dog, he just, he doesn't stretch and warm up. He just does downward dog and he's ready to go. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but he's a dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, it's not the same thing. Yeah, it was some bro science, but I dig it. So. But also, he was just sharing his experience, too. <laughs> Which like, I can appreciate. Yeah. But like, one thing I don't understand, I, I don't know where, where I'm going with all of this, but, like... Uh, Who cares? What I like is, like, when people share their experience. Like, that's what I liked about David Goggins' book. If you guys haven't read that, you should read Can't can't hurt me yeah but it's david goggins he's a former navy seal and a um ultra marathoner and just uh like the toughest person ever made and mentally tough yeah yeah and like if you like read that book though you should be prepared to like get up and try some shit that you probably can't finish <laughs> yeah he's a fucking monster yeah and um by the way we just followed him on our instagram yeah, yeah, i found yeah, him yeah, and was yeah, like yeah. done dude i'm following that dude yeah i saw i saw his workouts i yeah. was like this fucking guy <laughs> yeah dude we fucking you know running i don't know three quarters of a marathon several times a week yeah anyway so but um but he shares his experience right his book was based on his experience and sometimes like what i don't understand is when i see like motivational speakers that are really successful they never have actually done anything except motivational speaking like mm -hmm. i don't understand where it's coming from it's not coming based in your own experience like uh, there's one i don't want to i'm not gonna do it no way do and there's it one and like I, I i i researched him i was like does this guy have mm, an education about? about does he have like a psychology degree or or a science degree or anything in this like like what and he just does it rhyme with bony hobbins <laughs> and he just uh, <laughs> and it just turns out he just had a motivational speaker mentor and he learned how to be a motivational speaker and so i guess he learned a trade but like i mean like I like it when it comes from somebody's personal experience because I know they fucking dug those trenches. I know yeah. where they've been. I know they chewed that ground. And I'm like, I can buy into what they're fucking selling yeah. because they've been there and they've scratched and clawed their way out, however that is. like, I, I think you and I that. are drawn to that because that's kind of the philosophy of like 12-step uh, stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, I get it in all of my life, but like it, that's what I like about 12-step stuff too is it's supposed to be coming out of our experience and not like uh, reading a book or understanding or someone coaching me on that. Yeah. It's, it's born from my experience. Yeah, like so our literature says, and like this isn't the way it always goes, There's, but our literature t time and time again talks about like our experience shows that or our experience this and our experience that and it's over and over again talking about experience and like the people that wrote that book recovered and then they sat down and they wrote their shared experience and they made a book you know and then they sent it out into the world in an effort to help other people and that doesn't mean that that, um, that doesn't stop uh, people all the time from you know sharing their opinion based on absolutely no experience that happened to my wife one time we were participating in a couples group and it wasn't really part of the structure. It was like outside of it. We went down. We went down to Fort Collins and did it with some friends down there. And yeah. you know, it was just something that we did as a group, and we got invited to do. And it wasn't part of that. Right. But there were some, re you know, requirements to participate. But anyway, uh, something had been 
brought up at my wife's family group that she went to and she was sharing her experience in it and the and one and the one guy in there that's never been fucking married uh decides to pipe up and say that um you should keep your program separate and blah 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 and on and on and on about some experience he it's like bro you're not even fucking married second second of all this is your opinion not your experience but mm-hmm. thank you and so there's a lot of that in our stuff too and maybe that's why i'm so sour to it like in the regular world, right where i've got people like you know sharing telling me what they think i should do based on an experience that they haven't had like <laughs> like like bony hobbits <laughs> is that who it is is bony hobbits i couldn't say yeah <laughs> but i agree with you i uh when when you get someone telling when i get someone telling me how i should go about doing something that they have never done themselves i usually have quite a bit of questioning and and reserve about it so i I understand and relate. So that's why Goggins is a fucking beast is because he, he practices what he preaches. And same with other people that, that I tend to gravitate towards in real life and speakers and inspirations and stuff is they, they're, they're doing what they're talking about. I was going to, so then the other thing that happened, so I tell my little protege that he needs to go out into the world and look for some people to help yeah. inside the 12-step rooms, and so he does that. And then he fucking got sniped last week. You know, he, Well, first he's doing that, and then the, the topic at all these meetings he went to is actually the 12-step, and so he shares his experience as we do and then gets just fucking lit up and cross-talked and contradicted, and I'm just like... Some of that's good, though. It sucks when it's me that I get sniped and cross-talked at, but I've come out the other side better from it. Yeah? I think so. Okay. You don't think so? I think this guy was sharing his opinion. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Was your protege? No. He was sharing experience? Yes. So then, yeah. Some of that is good, though, because then you, like, for me, I don't know, for a while, I, w- I felt like I was catching a lot of heat yeah. from people and things. And it, what it did was it um, made me question if I was doing things right and then gave me the confidence to say, you know what, I'm going to still share yeah. my experience and I don't care. Like That's right. And it sucks. Like It's not fair. Like It would be awesome if everyone was like, fuck yeah, dude, keep doing that. Keep talking like that. But what I've found is like I, uh, I, I furthered my growth by having some resistance. That's right. We're, we're just talking about Goggins, and his whole thing is about the calloused mind. Like, all of this shit and all of the things that he went through just calloused him, just made him tougher, just made him ready for the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. So he had to have a calloused mind. And I guess along those lines, that's pretty much... It's just a matter of perception. I can look at it, and I can just be overprotective of my dude because he's out there doing what I asked of right. him, and then he gets lit up. Well, and that sucks, man. Getting lit up sucks. Like, I have empathy for that because I've been that dude that's getting fucking sniped about the 12th <laughs> step and stuff, and that shit is awful. There's yeah. nothing worse than that. So, yeah. But then it's like, oh yeah, I came out the other side, and now I'm like, fucking, I feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. I feel comfortable talking about it, and I feel comfortable in what I'm saying. I'm just gonna show up, and I'm just gonna share my experience, and I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, and yeah. like I can move forward through that, and 
I, I've been that person, and when you come out the other side, you're yeah. like, fucking dope. Cool, man. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, though. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, like, cool. Yeah, that's that guy's experience. Yeah. Like, I had an experience with this where... Or it, may, uh, it might be his opinion, too, though. Yeah, and that's that's fine. Like, w- uh, people can share whatever they want. Like, that's the thing that I have to kind of remain open-minded with, too, is like, oh, yeah, we're not supposed to do that, but uh, I'm not the fucking gatekeeper of the rule. Not everybody's doing what we're doing. Yeah, they and I'm to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, and I'm not, a, and I don't understand how it works. But people continue to get and stay sober. Yeah, off of whatever it is that they're doing. So yeah, like um, this one isn't out yet, but like we were talking with Amy yesterday. She yeah. was saying like there's so many ways to do it right. Right, and just because my way feels the best because i did it doesn't mean that's the only way yeah so it's hard to keep that open-mindedness but it is and this is just being a little protective of somebody that i which is good yeah yeah when someone gets sniped you want to get their back yeah you don't want to shit on them and be like yeah dude good luck (laughs) keep going it's gonna get better yeah it's like yeah so that's good though i like it i had a sponsee that was in a meeting and the whole thing went awry and he felt like it was like transformed like he was the only one that had the, his perspective and i was like oh yeah dude <laughs> yeah that sucks yeah i know how that goes man and then, yeah and then it was like let's fucking rally and go there and do all of this and i was like no nah, man i think you should just keep going yeah. and sharing your experience <laughs> like dude, that's, 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 that's just the natural reaction though man because we want to tribe up yeah. you know and if i'm if i go into a place and i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna see my tribe in that place you know based on the experience you've have based on the fact that i've been given a textbook on how to do something and then i do it and then i have an experience and i'm around other people that have that same experience and i think i'm walking into a place of that that tribe and then, and then that's not what happens right. i'm just like all right well let's get the fucking tribe together and yeah straighten this shit out corral them up run over here and we'll yeah. make a change and let's it, get it going and i just kept telling him i said i think you're the guy to do this yeah. i don't think all of us are the guys to do it and so he i think he did and he had a good good mindset about it and was like all right i'm gonna keep going and it was like my instinct is to be like fuck that dude let's all go on yeah. wednesday or whatever and we'll all show up and we'll fucking change it and i just kind of was like oh yeah man i think you're the guy to do this <laughs> like yeah. you just keep going you keep talking you keep sharing your experience something good will probably happen in one way or the other either you'll grow from it or what your hopes are that everyone else will grow from it so I just keep um I keep on um, like uh, I got to get out more like I cannot just you know I love I love my home group uh, I love your home group and I love the people you know and we sort of cross mingle and and uh, I just feel so comfortable in that situation that's something I didn't have necessarily before and that's my fault mm-hmm. a little bit a little bit like, I loved the I loved the PPG but um like outside of like the circle's much bigger now like we've got yeah. way, way more in the tribe and. And uh, and so I keep having this thing where I'm like, dude, you got to get out. You got to start like attending some other, you know, and and maybe your home group will grow, and or you know, fuck, maybe somebody will be helped, you know, right. And then I talked to my protege, and he <laughs> does it and gets sniped, and I was like, fuck that, yeah, dude. I ain't going, I ain't going. And uh, I don't know. I drove by the 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 place, and because I've never been there, and I looked at it, and I was like. Ruffians, <laughs> I love it there. Dude. Riff raff, that's who's hanging out yeah, outside. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I don't know. I um, I I think there's a fine balance of 
being comfortable in in your recovery community and um, growing in the right way and not like changing, not with the intention of changing. Like, oh, I'm going to make it, this, this group's going to do it different because I'm going to fucking go there every week. It was like, I've been that person where it was like, I'm going to go to this meeting and I'm going to have this perspective and I'm going to corral everyone and everyone. And it was like, oh yeah, that's a lost fight before I start. So, but today it's like, okay, if I, if I feel the intuition to go to this place, I go, I share my experience. I have a smile on my face. I talk to people before or after and, uh. And then I and then I just go home with with that with that, and that's not glamorous and cool, but Mm-mm. that's what I try to do. Sometimes I fail miserably though, yeah, and then I'm dumb. like, "Fuck, I'm never going back there." And there's places I don't go still, but dude, most of the places I don't go. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, that's right. I don't go to all the places. Yeah, you go to one place. I was gonna say I'm gonna be off work on Tuesday, so I go to your group but i'll be up taking family photos yeah, that's why i'm off for yeah. photos megan and i have engagement photos here in a couple of weeks uh if you picked up have you picked out something slutty to wear i did dude yeah. i bought a new shirt it's fresh what? i bought well i have Is one that? that i'm gonna wear and then megan has this dress that she wants to wear okay so i needed a shirt that i could wear with the dress mm, that she's wearing Yeah, a couple of outfit changes but i that. lucked out dude i'm gonna be able to just wear jeans and some fresh kicks yeah and uh change I'm wearing two button-ups, so I just have to change one into the other one. Bro, I did the same thing. I had, like, a short-sleeve, like, bowling-type shirt. Yeah. And then, uh, and then just a button-down, yeah. like, gingham print. So I'm just, like, bop, bop, done. Yeah, yeah you showed me engagement yeah. photos yesterday on the way home, dude. That's right. You were a dime piece. Well, <laughs> I was. Yeah. A little man-dime, dude. The, the years of drinking and a drugging have taken their toll. <laughs> First team all dime piece, dude. <laughs> yeah, so... But yeah, so we're doing that. So that's what I thought of when you said you were taking photos is our engagement. Photos. Yeah, we got to do family photos. Um, You're doing doing them where again? Well, we're gonna do up at up at uh, like Vitavu, I think. The rocks. Yeah, but uh, it's the weather's not great. Yeah. So we're. It's gonna, supposed to be nice on Tuesday. Yeah, seventy four. I don't know, man. Sunny. Yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna do them a little closer, still west of town. Nice, but a little bit closer. Cool. Yeah. So we'll see. It's like wrangling cats, you know. I mean, everybody's got stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to get everybody together. True that, dude. Um, so I was just fortunate that I was able to get the day off work. Not not the most awesome that I, you know, had to spend a whole vacation day to do some family photos in the evening, but it's just one of those things where I couldn't miss, you know. Yeah, that, ma- that makes sense. Got to make sure. I understand. Yeah, um, there's probably a time in my life where I wouldn't have, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, like, you know, I'll try and make it. But what do you want me to do? I'm working. Mm. I'm not gonna waste one of my vacation days. You got a whole month off coming up. Dude. Oh, three week mega vacation. That's awesome. I'm dying for it too. <coughs> yeah, got a new boss at the old job. Yeah, dude, your life's on fire right now, bro. Yeah, maybe don't do anything different. No. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, stay in the grind. That's right. Maybe start going to the treatment center on Mondays. I do, every Monday I say I'm going to, but I know. bro, I'm never off in time. And when I am, it's like 6.45, and I'm like, I want food. Yeah. Well, then you work hard. so Not that hard. I remember one time I called my old sponsor my last time in sobriety, and I was like, hey, dude, I think I've been, I think I've convinced myself that I work hard, and I actually really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. 
It's a lot of walking and some carrying, yeah. but it's not that know, bad. Maybe. Yeah. It's very consistent. I work very consistently. That's true. There's certainly no downtime in my day. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. Yeah. So. What? How many minutes? Fucking are we thirty-five, dude. Oh, We've got oh, some more time to kill. Dang. Well, like. So this is kind of, this will be out like Tuesday, probably Tuesday morning or Tuesday night. So like what we have coming up, and then uh, next Saturday, what's that going to be? The uh, the twenty eighth, maybe. Yeah, we'll have Amy. We had Amy on the show. My spon- my my cousin's sponsor, Amy, and uh, she's uh, she's a badass, and that's going to be an amazing episode. And then the following Saturday, we'll have Doctor Brett's episode come out. Yeah, and. Uh, Dr. Brett, um, apparently a bunch of other alcoholics and addicts have already stole my idea of like... Yeah, that was so funny doing that. Yeah, getting well and doing a triathlon. So he's he's got an amazing story like... Uh, he like five up you, dude. Yeah. He did an Ironman. Yeah. And he's training for another one. Yeah. That's and in recovery and has a solid program. Yeah. And I'm like, God. And is probably a little older than you. Yeah. He's in great shape. Yeah. I'm like, what? Come on, bro. Why are you outdoing me? Yeah. Yeah. It was cool, though. I thought about sabotaging him, like taking a break during a thing, maybe letting the air out of his tires or something. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he did a... It was good. Yeah, dude. It was good. He, he was, was amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. He's yeah. got a cool story. His will be good. Amy's is really good. We probably need to incorporate in some sort of a step exploration soon. We're getting pretty close to one of those. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do a, a step a step one, maybe, because... Um, yeah, dude. Like... Um, I we, just think it's use, important. Yeah. We use the term alcoholic and addict. I don't think we use those terms very much. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a junkie. I'm a drug addict. I'm, I'm of the hopeless variety. Like You I, call me a drunkard a lot, too. Yeah, that's because you are. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, you are a drunkard. <laughs> I mean, there's a drinker, and there's like, I would say there's like alcoholic, and then above alcoholic is drunkard. Someone <laughs> not drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not sure how you're not in the gutter with a bottle of wine, but yeah. hey, you're here with me. Yes, sir, dude. <laughs> somewhat <laughs> healthy, somewhat yeah. living life. Testament to the power. Just trying to fight guys in the car <laughs> car wash parking lot, but... Oh, man, dude, I... <laughs> I get it though. Like sometimes people call me up. I fucked up one time. So this is okay. So like, um, so sometimes with people I sponsor, I don't really have a, I try try not to develop a friendship with them too much because sometimes I can get too involved in their shit. And like my responsibility is to be honest with them. Mm -hmm. And, um, if I'm too close to them or their situation and there's some sort of emotional involvement, it's not very easy for me to be honest with them. And so like, you know, like you were just talking about when you did this, you were like, take your, you know, take your friend head on and give me some honest feedback. And, but like, uh, my, uh, guy was sponsoring one time, called me to do 10 steps and, and he, and he was pretty new at it. So like he really needed some good feedback and it was some legal situation that he had to deal with. And he told me about it and I was like, yeah, man, that does sound fucked up. <laughs> I know a lawyer. Let's give him a call. That's so funny. <laughs> you know, I'm supposed to be like, yeah, well, you know, you did the fucking crime. Now you do the time. Right. Like, that's the consequences of our actions, right? Like, it sucks, but that's the reality of it. At least you're not in jail. At least, you know, da da da. At least you have the means to, you know, pay that sentence and do those things. And this is the things I'm supposed to be telling him. I'm like, yeah, that sounds fucked up, bro. Yeah, dude. That's the hardest thing, I think, is, um, Knowing how to, uh, like Derek was talking about yesterday, like uh, you got to tell him and you're going to get bit. Yeah. Like I loved that. I was like blown away. I was like, fuck yes. That's exactly right though. Like I, sometimes you got to give someone the truth. Yeah. And um, 
that that is hard. It really is, man, because you care about the, you know, right. obviously you want them to succeed. and Well, yeah, and if you've been through the work together, like there's some sort of camaraderie and stuff that you don't want to fuck up. Yeah. But if both of you are doing it in the realm of the spirit, I think you're okay. But it just, it's really hard. And then my instinct is to rally around the select few people that I'm close with because I don't want to isolate. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, okay, Aaron's having a rough go. Like, fuck yeah, that's bullshit. You know? Right. But uh, what I really need to do is say, hey, dude, here's the truth. Yeah. And and then you and I both get benefit from that. It's the weirdest thing, though, because that's just not how I probably lived in regular life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe when I did get the truth, it was in a way that wasn't productive or it may have been out of love, but it was probably not the best way to be delivered. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's probably what we we get into when we talk about trauma therapy and stuff like that. Yeah, dude. And, uh, oh, yeah, Kyle had his first trauma therapy. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I did. Well, it was technically my second, yeah, but it but was, like, the first real session. The first one was, like, positive trauma therapy where, like, I get to come up with stuff that, that is good. Yeah. And then this the on Friday I had two hours of it. Back to back sessions. And it fucking was yeah. rough. <laughs> yeah. Got the paddles out. Once you get like so when I say the paddles, I'm there's these um, little vibrating things you hold in each hand. And uh, once you get those out, you know you're in trouble because there's yep. going to be a little bit of waterworks on the back side. Yeah. Well, and it was funny. <laughs> well, what happened was we we interviewed Candice, and she was phenomenal. And we yeah. were talking during it, and I said too much. And then <laughs> afterwards, because she talked about, and I, I'm sure she's just a caring person. It's not like I'm unique, but right. she was. I just talked too much in 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 interviewing her. And afterwards, her saying like, "Oh yeah, I'm trying to downscale and lose people." She gave me her card. She's like, "You need to call me." She's like, "You really need this, yeah. bud." So you're fucked up. So then I felt obligated because I knew that it's a good thing for me, and I'm ready to to do to grow. And I've seen the positive influence in your life, and so I knew I needed to do it. And then I told her I would. So then it was like, "All right." And so then I called her, and then we set it up, and. Yeah, uh, we brought the paddles out. Daddy over here crying, <laughs> fucking child. And then, um, and then um, the the worst part was, um, uh, you know, I I'm crying, and then she's like, "Let's take a break," and then we're just talking, and then all of a sudden she jumps at the paddles and was like, "We need to do this again." Uh, <laughs> and then I just was like, oh. "Yeah, yeah." I I uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with crying. I just don't experience a lot of it, yeah. and. Um, I probably cried more in two hours than I have in like the last 10 years. Yeah. It just makes me so uncomfortable having to do it. And And especially with someone sitting there. Yeah. I know. And you can't stop. No, dude. I even was like, all right. Yeah. Fucking do it. Yeah. So it was, uh, (laughs) it was good though. It was very beneficial. Yeah. I, uh, I have, I have one a week scheduled till the, till frontier days, basically. Yeah. Like one a week. And then if I need to do another one. So she, uh, like, so now when I see her as much, I don't have to do the paddles very often. But then I was in there a few weeks ago and had, and she was like, reached for the paddles. And I was like, oh, <laughs> please, no. <laughs> I don't want to cry. Yeah, dude. And then I get done. I was like, oh, all right, that's better. Yeah. I, uh, it was great, though. I would recommend it to anyone that thinks they've experienced any sort of trauma, big or small. I just love the shit out of Candace. Like, I just trust her, you know, so much. I mean, she's so she's awesome. Amazing clinician. And Fuck, she was good. Yeah. She, and she's super down to earth and easy to talk to and friendly and yeah. like relates. She's, 
She's great. Yeah, she's good at what she does. She's like she found the good. right she found the right career path. Yeah, and when I told Megan about it, because Megan is not a therapist, but she's in a related kind of field, yeah. and she had uh, Megan was like, "Yeah, Candace has a phenomenal reputation. Oh, really? And is very, very highly regarded in in our town. Yeah. So then I felt like a big deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm, so, she wasn't even taking anybody. I'm so fucked up. She took me though. Yeah. So it was good. I. Uh, not what I expected, but good. The other thing is, is like if you check out, um, we we started we started up that Instagram, that Instagram. It's Recovered AF Podcast, and uh, we posted some pictures. We we took one of we're so we're pretty narcissistic, and so we took one with our guest yesterday. But Kyle and I looked fucking terrible, so we're not putting that one out. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna have one. We're building a podcast studio. Um, in your basement. Yeah, in your wife basement. is all on board. Even Dude, cleaned out the spot she's for us. So nice, because she's like, the best. It's an unfinished basement, and there's just not a lot of lighting, and there's no real heater vents down there because you know it gets cold in the winter. Right. But uh, but there's one little heater vent in the corner with a light close to it, so Amber cleared out that area so that we can make it. And then when we're done here, we're actually going to go to the hardware store and pick up the stuff and get after it. Nice, so, dude. Yeah, we'll post some pictures of us building that uh, podcast studio. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Maybe some pictures of Kyle crying. Mm, probably not. Okay. But we did. Yeah, we're, we're starting to get that thing going. Uh, I figured out that you can post videos, like snippets. So I'll probably start trying to do that. Aaron put me in charge of fucking Instagram. Cause yeah, dude. Because Kyle's 29 and I'm 42 and I'm fucking social media challenged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, clearly you created yeah, I know an I Instagram when you were supposed to sign in. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you look for Recovered AF Podcast... You might find Recovered AF Podast yeah. <laughs> with my name by it. Yeah. That's not the correct one. So right now we have a few pictures up, and um, hopefully if you look at it, I posted a picture so that you can see Aaron and I, uh, and then it actually has Megan and Amber in it. We reference them quite a bit, so I figured we could post one yeah, with them. And Megan cool. was cool, and then I figured Amber would be cool because yeah. you guys look like... Because she's a lovely lady. You guys look like dimes in that picture. That was when we went down with Elaine to that show after yeah. the podcast. To the, uh, to the, um, I don't. It wasn't really a festival. It was well. It, it was, was, it was called, called the Blue Choice yeah. City Stomp, right? Mm -hmm. And anyway, so yeah, that was down in that um, sort of bluegrassy type music that Elaine listens to. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So that was that, and then we have another one of just Charlene's episode. We'll try to update them when we're going to post episodes here and there, and then. Um, we we posted one yesterday down at Derek's house with oh, yeah. the, the, the setup and stuff. So professional looking. I thought it looked good. Yeah. I even turned the fucking energy drink can so you could see the label. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah, we have. I mean, we're, we're pretty much professionals. Yeah. I'd say at this point, we're turning pro. Well, we definitely fucking undersold ourselves, and we're trying to self-deprecate. And yeah. Amy and Brett both were like, "You guys did all right." Yeah. They thought we listened and asked questions. And kept the thing going. Which is tough. Cause I mean, this really isn't hard. but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It's not for everybody. Yeah. That, well, that's true. Maybe I'm just selling us short. Maybe. Uh, you know, I do that at work all the time. I'm like, a well-trained monkey could do my job. But then again, we do have some turnover. So that's not entirely true. Yeah. But it's not probably the job. Maybe. Actually, some guys find it difficult. I feel sorry for them. Yeah, because <laughs> it's understand. not. And uh, this, you know, I mean, fuck, I love to talk, and I love to talk about myself. What else is there other than a podcast? Yeah, dude. For a guy like me. You do love talking about yourself. Yeah, why don't you 
ask me some questions about me. Uh, are you going to start training triathlon again? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm committed to do. Um, I'm committed to do one with my uh, cousin and her and her BFF or one of her BFFs that lives here. She actually listened to some or your some cousin are, Amy. Uh, yeah, and then her friend. Um, we're supposed to do one in September. And so I don't know if they've signed up, though. I don't want to ask because I'm afraid the answer is I'm afraid yes. of the answer either way. I'm afraid of the answer is no or yes. Like in the back of my mind, I wanted the answer to be yes because or I want the answer to be no because. Have you signed up? No. I'm just waiting for them to sign up. Because you don't want to do it. But if they do it, then you'll do it. I'm torn. I do want to do it, but I don't want I want to do it to say I did it. Mm. I don't want to train. Yeah. For it. Dude, I hate swimming. If yeah. I if I swam, I would sign up and do it with you, but I don't know if I would make it the swim. Yeah. And like based on all of the shit talking you've done about me being a swimmer, yeah. I'm definitely not going to help you. Well, no, I wouldn't want your help. Yeah. I'd just borrow your equipment. My hand paddles? Yeah. And Whatever my, those are. And my buoy? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I uh I don't I don't enjoy swimming. I don't You're like swimmers have equipment? What? Oh, what else did I get so disappointed? Oh, you never listen to Wu Tang. Yeah, nah. God, dude. Who are they? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man. I'm more of a I'm more of a Fresh Prince kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Well I'm more of a I'm more of a vanilla ice kind of guy I'm myself. Pretty, yeah. MC Hammer is what you like. Yeah. Please hammer, please don't hurt him. Don't I, touch this, right? Yeah, I know the whole Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, dun, dun. I know the, all the words to the first verse. I bet. Yeah, I do. You know the dance too with your parachute pants. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing it. That's what yeah. we needed video of. We'll, Fuck. Yeah, we ne the next thing we got to conquer, and then we'll stop talking. I doubt anybody's listening still, but we need to get a YouTube page. Yeah. So I'll look into that this week on how to create a YouTube page. For now, it'll be video. I mean, audio only. Once video. we have that studio built, though, maybe we'll try audio uh, at some point. Yeah. We'll see though. Video. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it will be audio. Much it then. <laughs> yeah. It'll be audio only and then maybe video at some point. Uh we have a we have a we have an email. It's recoveredafpodcast at gmail.com. Our Insta. Can I just say Insta? If you want to sound cool lame like that. Oh, you can't just say Insta? I call it the IG, dude. Oh, is that what it is? IG. I, um the Instagram is <laughs> Recovered AF Podcast. <laughs> You're so yeah, Recover Day of Podcast is our Instagram page. Go follow us and like our shit. <laughs> and then uh, there was something else I was going to say that we had coming up. Our mutual friend should be back some, maybe this week. Yeah, maybe by the middle. Maybe by the time this comes out, he's going to be back. He messaged us and said he would be back this week. In the middle of the goddamn night. And then we're going to have to interview him, too. Jason Richardson still plays basketball. What the fuck? That dude's at least 45. He won the dunk contest in 2003. Well, he looks like he can play still. He doesn't look like he's any worse for the wear. This looks like YMCA basketball. Just really, 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 really good. I think everybody's <laughs> Chauncey Billups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs>